Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, welcome to the final episode of our Star Wars storyline, Tempest Squadron. Uh, if you haven't listened to the previous five episodes, I'd definitely recommend going back and listening to them first, uh, so you know what's going on and who the characters are. Uh, to those of you who've come along with us for this journey, a huge, huge thank you. Uh, doing a Star Wars storyline on the podcast was one of the main things I wanted to do when we started this whole thing, and I'm just so happy with how it's all turned out and the support we've had from all of you. It's, it's just been amazing. Uh, I want to keep this intro fairly short so we can get straight into the story, uh, but stick around at the end, I'm going to be doing a full kind of end credits bit then. Um, one thing I do want to remind everyone of is that for our next episode we'll be doing a Q&A and discussion of this story arc with the cast, so if you have anything that you want to ask us, please send it in. Uh, we'll actually be recording that very, very soon after this episode goes live, so get your questions in by midday on Saturday the 4th of August, that's uh, UK time, otherwise we might not be able to get them into our recording. Uh, you can send them to us on Twitter and Facebook or by email at pretendingwithdice at outlook.com. Uh, we're really excited to hear from all of you, so be sure to send them all in. Okay then, so for the last time, uh, let's recap what brought us to this point. Following the battles of Scarif and Yavin, uh, Rebel Alliance Intelligence received a cryptic message from an unknown contact, instructing them to head to the Imperial-held world of Thracis Seven, with a clue implying that whoever sent the message will be able to help find some replacement X-Wing fighters for the Alliance. Pilots Thnock, Cortez and Klein were chosen for the mission and sent off behind enemy lines. Arriving on the planet and following the message's instructions to a bar known as the Sleeping Fleet Cantina, they were told to return the following evening for a meeting with the sender of the message, a contact they know only as V. Uh, returning the following night, they eventually made contact with V, who turned out to be a young woman named Vela, who worked at the planet's huge Imperial decommissioning facility, the resting place of large parts of the Old Republic's Clone Wars fleet. She explained that her father, one of the original designers of the X-Wing, had been in hiding from the Empire aboard one of the Republic cruisers at the facility, the Tempest. She was afraid that he would soon be discovered, however, and had reached out to the Alliance in hopes that the two of them, along with the four X-Wing fighters that her father had built there, could be rescued. The group made a plan to infiltrate the facility and shut down its sensor array so that their ship, the freighter Close Encounter, could be flown in undetected and extract Vela's father from the Tempest. Their plan mostly went off without a hitch, that was, until Thnock found himself in a firefight with several of the workers at the facility and made a mad dash to meet up with the others at the Tempest. As they all hurried to reconvene, however, an Imperial Star Destroyer, the Dauntless, arrived in orbit, complicating their escape further. That's where we left off at the end of our last episode, so without further ado, let's begin. This is Captain Cyrus of the Star Destroyer Dauntless. In response to the growing threat of insurgency by anarchist rebels, your planet is now under the protection of the Imperial Navy. There is no cause for alarm. Your planet and homes are now safe. Did you guys hear that as well? Yeah. You catch that? Yeah. What are we gonna do? We're putting in the call to the close encounter. How, f how long till you get here? Like five minutes. Five, five minutes. Okay, good. We're, we're gonna get the fighters powered up. Just make sure you're here. Yeah, you know me, baby. I'll be there. I, I might have some company when I get there. Uh, so just, you know, yeah, get ready to cover me. Will do. Are there any weapon systems we can use on the Star Destroyer to mm. shoot his pursuers off if when they get in range? Um... 
possibly that would really draw the attention of it would, everyone. Yeah. yeah. All right, last resort thing. Okay, so Cortez, call the encounter. It's now or never. Doing it now. Uh, close encounter. This is Cortez. Uh, hello, Cortez. This is Dolje. Uh, how is everything going over there? We're putting the call in. You guys can come down now. Expect uh, action. Action, you say? This isn't anything to do with that Star Destroyer that just jumped into orbit, is it? We heard their announcement here on the encounter. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of yeah, but, that. Yeah, but don't head to that one. <laughs> does, does, um, he, does he know which one we're at? I, I was going to say, have we got Beacon we can... You can, yeah. I suppose, yeah. Or can he just trace the Tempest by its signature? We leave com t the comms open. Dolje, we'll leave our comm links open. Follow that signal and you'll find us. Alright, uh, tracking your signal now. We'll be with you soon. Make sure the astromechs are ready to jump off. Uh, will do. I'll have KLC get them ready for you. Uh, yeah. Also, Dolje, remember... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Dolje. You're alright. <sighs> I really hate that Ugnaught. KLC, prepare for takeoff. They're calling for us. I need you to get the astromech droid ready for when we arrive also. If you say so, Master Dolje. I still think I should be the one to fly us there. I am more qualified after all. It's my ship, KLC. For the last time, I do the flying. Now get those droids ready. <sighs> Alright then. Okay, you smug little rust buckets. Time to start airing your keep around here. Dust swirls as Dulje powers up the repulsor lift engines of the close encounter, smoothly lifting the ship up off the landing pad. The communications console begins to beep urgently at him, as ground controllers frantically try to find out what's going on. Ignoring all of them, Dolje throttles up the ship's main engines, blasting away from the spaceport, headed for the rendezvous at the Tempest. Aboard the Tempest itself, as Klein, Cortez and Dr. Morrow wait in the main hangar bay, pondering the added complication of the orbiting Star Destroyer, Vela rejoins them. Did you guys get that transmission too? There's a Star Destroyer in orbit. This is going to complicate things. You think? Well, yeah, it's not exactly going to make things easier for us. What is it with people in this universe not getting rhetorical questions? <sighs> getting angry at me isn't going to solve the problem, though, is it? No, I'm panicking. We'll try to calm down. We'll stick to the plan. They still don't know we're here. Taylor's right. They're not here for us. They probably got sent out after Yorlop blew up their space station. They won't be expecting anyone trying to escape from below. Outside, speeding away from the main facility building, is Thnok. Up ahead, Thnok, far along the row of Venator Star Destroyers, you can just about make out Vela's own speeder, in which you travel from Regis City, parked near the foot of the boarding ramp to one of the ships. You guess that this must be your destination. Okay, so I, yeah, pull over. How yep. far behind me is that other guy? Looking in the rearview mirror, you can definitely see a larger speeder closing in on you, and as you watch, a blaster fire starts to fly in your direction from it, although it's kind of inaccurate at this range. Uh, Klein and Cortez, he's, uh, Thnok has made you aware of his pursuers. Uh, what are you doing? Well, I, I figured as he's running in, we'd cover the door as he comes in. Yeah. Okay. Just be prepped, ready. So we are... Blasters at blast, We are blasters ready by the ramp, giving cover fire. Go, go, cover him. I'll make sure the fighters are prepped. Okay, so the pair of you very quickly make your way back through the corridors of the Tempest to the main entranceway. You reach the top of the ramp just in time to see Thnok's speeder skid to a halt at the bottom of it. He, he leaps out and makes it a short way up the ramp before another speeder, a larger personnel carrier, also pulls up. And you see four armoured men in Imperial military uniforms jump out. They take cover behind the vehicles, weapons drawn. Can you guys make some initiative rolls for me? Uh, 2 plus 11, 13. 10 plus 4 is 14. And I take it Thnok is still kind of making it up that kind of I don't, well, yeah. If you could still roll me some initiative. Waddling up the ramp. Yeah. Because yeah. I figure once he's once you've actually made up the ramp, you can literally turn around and start firing as well, I yeah. guess. Mm. Uh, once you've got a bit of cover. 16 plus 5 is 21. 21? Okay. Nice. Okay, so Thnok, you are going first with your 21. What would you like to do? Um, am I at the top of the ramp yet? Uh, no, you're not quite. You can get there in two turns. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm... You can fire as well, though. Okay. Um, yeah, I, as I'm running, I sort of take a quick turn back and fire. Sure, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of them. One of them, yeah. Yeah, okay, make an attack roll. <laughs> it's two. 
two plus seven. Plus seven. Yeah, that misses, I'm afraid. Where you're kind of running up to, you're sort of just firing just, over your shoulder. Yeah. And sort of, yeah, it goes wide and doesn't hit them. Okay. Okay, so up next is, uh, I'm assuming you're spending the rest of your turn just kind of licking it. Running, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Cortez, you're up next with your 14. Cool. Fire at the, uh... Yeah. Yeah, just at, at the closest attacker, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, they're all a similar distance from you. Um, they're all kind of hiding behind the speeders at the bottom of the boarding ramp. Uh, it looks like two have stayed behind the personnel carrier that they came up in, and the other two have crossed to behind the speeder that Thnok stole to get here. Uh, they are all in blaster range for you, though. Um, although, as they're in cover, it could be a bit of a tricky shot. Uh, make an attack roll for me. That's 11, 17. 17, yeah, that's a hit. Cool. Even though they're kind of in cover. And then damage... 4d6 plus 3. So yeah, roll. Okay. 5. 5, 10. 3, it's 13. And 1 is 14, plus the 3, so 17. 17, yeah. Uh, one of them has sort of stuck his head out around the corner of the personnel carrier to line up a shot on the fleeing Ugnaught. Uh, you see him make himself vulnerable though, and your shot takes him in the chest, uh, blasting him backwards, and he hits the ground hard. Uh, your 17 points of damage exceeded his damage threshold. Uh, he's not dead, uh, you can see him clutching his wound and rolling around, but it does appear you've put this guy out of action, uh, at least for now. A lot of recovery time, a lot of Netflix yeah. <laughs> uh, to catch up on. Okay, Klein, what would you like to do? I'm going to use my blaster and fire at uh, one of the other troopers. Sure, go for it. 17. 17's a hit. Okay, uh, my damage is 3d6 plus 3. 6. Two, one, so that's nine, nine. plus three, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve, okay. Uh, your target, after seeing his compatriot take a bad hit from Cortez, is a little more careful when making himself visible, and your shot hits him on one of his more well-armoured areas. Uh, he's still hurting, but he's, he's definitely still in the fight. Um, you, you've hit him, but it was much more of a kind of glancing blow than the one that Cortez inflicted. I want these moof milkers die already. <laughs> All right, we're round to the Imperial's turn then. Uh, so still smarting from the blaster hit that you just inflicted on him, Klein, uh, that Imperial is going to try and fire straight back at you, having seen where the shot came from. I, uh, I take it that you and Cortez are fully in cover behind door frames and such? <laughs> no, actually. Oh, you, you're, you're not. You're running up the ramp. If we're at the top yeah. of the ramp, yeah, then we're on both sides. Top of kind of both sides of yeah. the door frame oh, the kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I'll, I'll give you a bonus of uh, three to your reflex defense. Okay. Yeah. So that Imperial lines is shot up on your position climb. I rolled a total of 22, which I believe with your added cover bonus still just about misses you, Klein. It comes very close though, splashing off of the metal door frame right by your head. In fact, you think you can actually smell the acrid scent of singed hair, and patting down your head, it does appear you were very lucky not to have taken that shot. Uh, one of the two Imperials hiding behind Thnok's stolen speeder is also lining up a shot. Uh, his is at you, Cortez, having seen you pop out earlier to shoot his comrade. I rolled a total of 10 that time, so his shot misses you completely, Cortez, uh, thudding harmlessly into the closed airlock doorway to the side of you. Haha, you missed! <laughs> <laughs> just, just super taunting them the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the final Imperial is going to fire at the hastily retreating form of you, Thnok, as you make your way up the boarding ramp as quickly as you can. So that's a total of 21. What's your reflex defense, Thnok? Uh, 23. 23, okay. Uh, so this is yet another very close shot to one of you guys, uh, but again, not quite close enough. Uh, this one does actually graze you as it flies past, uh, but the worst that it does is to tear through one of the many padded pockets on your uniform. Woo! <laughs> Mark, you alright? Uh, yeah, I might need to uh, sort of patch onto my, uh, onto my uniform here, but I'm good. Uh, okay, so we are actually back round to you in the combat order, Thnok. Okay. Um, yeah, still running up the ramp. Um, Taking another shot back. Making a, yeah, running up that hill, making a deal with God. You know, Kate Bush shit. <laughs> I drew it that was, that's a one. That's a one? Yeah. Okay. So, it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's a one plus seven. That's a miss, I'm afraid, yeah. Uh, firing wildly over your shoulder as you run to the top of the ramp isn't really the most accurate kind of shooting, uh, to be honest. Uh, your shot doesn't even really end up that near to them, but um, at the very least, you're kind of making them keep their heads down a bit. Uh, all right, so we are now round to Cortez. 
Uh, let's fire it again. So there's, oh. there's, uh, there's just so you're aware, there's one left behind the personnel carrier who Klein hit previously, and there's also still two behind Thnox Speeder who haven't taken any damage yet. Yeah. Before you do anything, can I talk tactic with him for a second? Sure. Yeah, if you want. Cool. Yeah. Your equipment, you've got energy cells and power packs, right? Uh, just so we're clear on what these items are, uh, power packs are replacement ammo for your blasters, and the energy cells that you carry are basically just small batteries. Are they combustible if you blow them up? A larger ones would be maybe under the right circumstances, but what you've got is essentially like a small portable type for everyday use. It's pretty much just roughly equivalent to like an AA battery. Yeah, that's, I was going to say, if we've got an energy I cell we can blow sure. up, you throw one and I try and shoot it and blow up in their faces. I mean, yeah, I've got, I've got energy cells. Worth a go? If anything, it might cause a bad I'm not going to tell you whether it's worth a go or not. You can try it. If we can't kill them, if we might blind them. It, I mean, if we if we do that, is my if me throwing that is that my my the, go? That would be instead of firing. Then, right. then your that, fire then would be fire. the follow-on. So yeah. it could just be like I throw something and it falls on the floor in the end. There's I like still, this. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. There's still five. Battery in that yeah. Is, is there five troopers? Uh, there, there were four in the fight. Uh, Cortez incapacitated one, and uh, one of the other ones you've wounded previously. Okay. Worth a go. Yeah, I'll aim for the speeder. Okay. So. All right. Uh, so you're trying to chuck an energy cell, are you, from your inventory think at so. the speeder? Yeah. Okay. So you pull out this small battery and make a make an attack roll to see if you throw it. I guess. Well, no, I mean, I could throw it. Great. It's not my job yeah, to have yeah. to shoot it. <laughs> that's a solid 19. 19. So yeah, that's a good throw. It lands on the speeder's kind of uh, right on the bonnet. bonnet. Or, yeah, yes. right on the bonnet. If it's got a bonnet. Yeah. yeah. And uh, hood. Hood. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Hood yeah, for the Americans. So, uh, so now Cortez. Oh no, not Cortez. Klein. Yeah. So he's throwing the energy cell. Mm-hmm. Good luck. I'm now shooting it to try and explode it. Sure. 20. Yeah, you hit it square on and the thing vaporizes, doing nothing. Oh no. I just look to him with that kind of like, ah. Another fine mess you've gotten us into. I mean, I tried to tell you guys, you basically just threw an AA battery. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Like, it's, you've got to try these things. Yeah. You've got to try these things. I, try, I tried to obliquely warn you against it. You've got to try these things. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, so we are back round to the Imperials now. Uh, one of the two behind the speeder, uh, having seen the energy cell thrown by Cortez land almost right in front of him before it was shot and disappeared, uh, aims right back at you, Klein, as you've just leaned out to uh, fire at the energy cell. That is a total of 15, so that's going to miss you, Klein. Uh, obviously, he was distracted by the confusing energy cell gambit. Um, <laughs> the uh, the injured one, taking cover behind the personnel carrier, is going to fire at you, Cortez, uh, having seen you throw the energy cell and reveal your position to him. Bring it. That's a total of 23 to hit you, Cortez. Uh, what is your reflex defense value? That's 22. And so that's a hit on so you. So 22. Ah, oh, oh, yeah. sweet. <laughs> Alright, so uh, before you can dart back into cover properly, you are struck by a blaster bolt from the bottom of the ramp, taking a total of 16 points of damage. Okay. As this blaster bolt just takes you square in the shoulder. Oh, yeah. I see that happening as I'm still running up the ramp and just yell over my shoulder to uh, the Imperial guys I saw that, you Imperial bitches! <laughs> um, okay, the other one's gonna take a shot at Youth Knock. Bring it on. As an 18, which doesn't hit you. No. All right, and we are back round to you again then, Snog. Am I at the top of this fucking round? Yeah, yeah, you make it to the top of the round. Okay, so I take some cover. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, lean out and take a shot at um, <clears throat> one of the guys that hasn't been hit yet. Okay. It's a two. Plus, Plus seven. Five. Yeah, it's not here. Nine. Uh, gonna need a bit higher to hit them. Uh, they're also in cover, remember, which does make it a little bit tricky. Uh, okay, so Cortez, uh, you are hurting after taking that blaster bolt in the shoulder in the last round. Uh, what would you like to do? Grit my teeth and shoot back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're having trouble moving that arm. Yeah, it's, it's sore and smouldering a bit. Yeah. But I feel my hit points pretty high, so I keep yeah. going for a bit. Okay. So uh, which one would you like to fire at? The, uh, the two behind the speeder still haven't taken any hits, and there's also the third one who Klein shot earlier. Um, I mean, just the, whichever's closest, I guess, again. Uh, I mean, uh, they're all pretty similar distances from you, really. Um, do you want to go for the injured one? Uh, try and take him out of the fight? Okay. <laughs> That's an uh, 11. 
Uh, plus six, isn't it? Yeah. 11 plus six is 17. 17's a hit, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do 4d plus three again. Six. Seven. Eight. <laughs> nine. <laughs> so plus three, 12. 12? Uh, yeah, okay. So uh, looking to get your revenge on the one who shot you just now, as he's leaning round again, uh, trying to draw a bead on one of your positions, you fire your blaster, catching him right on the edge of his body armour, burning through, killing him outright. Cool. Die! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Klein, it's your go. I've got a thing here, rapport. Uh-huh. Um, got an additional plus two bonus to a character you're helping with aid another. Now, do I have to have aid another? Aid another is an action that you are taking. Who's aid another? <laughs> <laughs> Something <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> is, that, is that a skill I have to That's have? That's like you are helping someone use. with... Aid another is like you can choose to do that uh, if somebody's trying to perform like a, a task, like say they're like in combat trying to like work something or other. Right, okay. Um, you can be like, I'm going to use an aid another action to help. And then you make a... You both yeah. help at the yeah. same okay. time to do a So job. that wouldn't be any use if I want to... Not for shooting, no. No, not not for shooting, but to go and heal him up. No, that's that's a healing action. That's that'd, be, that'd be a separate thing. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, all right, in that case, I will... How many are left now? Three or two? two. Uh, there's two left. Two left. How close are they? Well, they're at the bottom of the ramp. I it took be, me a while to get up there. I wouldn't be able to get up close to one of them within one turn, would I? Oh, no, definitely not. No, I won't bother with that, man. You can't <laughs> you think... Well, I've got survival rifle. I was going to go up and cut one of them. I mean, it'd take you like three turns to get there. Yeah, I won't bother. I'll just take, it, take a couple of shots on the way down. <laughs> after the debacle, right. after the debacle with the energy cell, I'm not going to mention that ever again. I'm just going <laughs> to shoot at this mother. Okay. Seventeen plus eight. That's a hit. Tell you right now. Mm. Okay, so roll some damage. Okay, and that's three d six plus three. Three dice here. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, plus three, ten, and twelve. Twelve, okay, so yeah, one of them, again, he's still up, but he's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, he's hit. He's hit, uh, so yeah, we are back round to those two dudes. One of them, the one you just shot is gonna, it kind of hit him on the body armour, mm. he's hurt him, but he's still up, he's gonna fire back at you. That's a total of 21, which I believe is not a damaging blow on you, uh, but his shot does again clip you, much like it did with Snog, uh, glancing off one of the bulkier pouches on the utility belt that you're wearing as part of your stolen Imperial Technician's uniform. Okay. Uh, the other guy is going to fire, uh, continue firing at Snog, even though you've kind of gotten into cover. Uh, that's a three, so that's going to miss you as well. Cool. Right, so you're all kind of in the doors now. Are you going to stand here and deal with these guys first, or are you going to... There's only two left. I think we should just keep going because I know we called in the called in the cavalry. Mm. You but are kind of waiting for the, the close ex- encounter to arrive. Exactly. So for them to turn up, there's still like if, even if we turn and run, back and if we, we yeah, if we leave, they can run up the. We leave one of these guys as a chance. They might call, they might call for backup and yeah, yeah. Let's, get, let's make it a slaughter. Let's kill them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they already know at the base that something's going on, but these guys, you know, could cause you some headaches. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no okay. survivors. Finish yeah. the job. <laughs> no survivors. <laughs> it's your guess, Nock. Okay. <laughs> I take all the loose change in my pocket and throw it at the... No, let <laughs> me shoot your loose change. Uh, God damn it, what am I, you? It's four. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are today. So it's, it's yeah, four plus seven. That's, yeah, yeah. 11 still miss on these guys, I'm afraid. <sighs> so Cortez, you, I take it. Let me show you how to do this. Oh dear. <laughs> Two. <laughs> that's how you, I'm not even going to add the add on that's, how you roll that's what he meant that's what he meant, <laughs> that's what meant. you think that's low yeah. Yeah. yeah I think the pain is getting to you a little bit yeah took a blast bolt in the shoulder and you're mm. like you know you're still capable but you're like oh fuck my yeah. arms it's really starting to sting now yeah Klein we're Klein you. please okay. help us pull this out of the toilet <laughs> right the two guys left yeah uh, did one of them get shot first off and hit the ground uh, and then get up again one of them, yeah, he kind of took it and he sort so of... Wait, he got knocked on, down on and then he got up again. <laughs> yeah. But you can't keep him down. But you can't keep him down. <laughs> no. Right, I'm going to shoot the one that got knocked down first. Okay. Try and kill him outright. Eight plus eight is 16. Just about scraping through. Though, yeah, that is a hit. Okay, so 3d6 plus three. Yeah. 
13. Uh, so yeah, you, you take your time lining up your shot, and the instant that he's visible to you, you fire. Uh, he's blasted backwards, and he hits the ground next to the speeder, dead. Boom! So yeah, seeing you shoot his buddy and one of the other ones previously, uh, the remaining guy is going to fire back at you. Bring it on, bitch. That's an eight. It's a miss. Snog. Yes! <laughs> Do it, Snog! Okay. Come on, one of these has got to be... Come on. There's one left. Sixteen. Sixteen hits. Plus seven. So yeah. Yeah, definitely hits. Uh, we're going to do some damage. Three. Uh, seven. Eight. Plus three is eleven. Eleven? Yeah, uh, you don't kill the guy, but you definitely hit him and do some damage. Okay, finally. That's for Kane, you imperial dick! Yeah, seeing seeing this guy is injured, I'm just thinking, like, yeah, let's put the death down and just kill this dude. Okay. Take a little bit longer to uh, line, line my shot up. Sure. sure. Hopefully. Nine plus six, so That's 15. A that is a hit. A hit. Five. 10, 12. 12, yeah, okay, so yeah, you finally take this guy out. Yes. Oh. Plus three, actually, so yeah, 15. So 15, yeah, this guy's down. And you guys are clear and out of combat. In the sudden silence, you can hear the distant, painful moans of the Imperial who Cortez shot originally, uh, still lying by the Imperial personnel carrier, uh, but he sounds pretty out of it, and uh, you don't think he's really going to be much of a threat to you from here on out. Uh, taking the opportunity, now that you're not being actively shot at, to uh, look out across the facility in the surrounding desert. Uh, as you look to the horizon, you can begin to see, approaching rapidly, the indistinct outline of an approaching ship. That better be the close encounter. Yeah, because if it's the Dauntless, we're fucked. And, um, yes, it eventually resolves itself into the close encounter. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Great. So the three of you quickly make your way back through the Tempest to the hangar bay, arriving just in time to see the large main doors in the ceiling of the bay grind open for the first time in years, letting in a sudden shaft of bright sunlight illuminating the cavernous space around you. As you watch, the close encounter flies into view before coming to an abrupt halt above the bay. Duljay lowers the ship down through the opening in the Tempest topside, landing smoothly on the deck plating in front of you. Wow, she might be a heap of junk. But at least your pilot can fly her, right? After a second or two, the ramp of the close encounter lowers, and your astromech droids begin to quickly roll out, shooed out by KLC. Alright, alright, here we go. All's here, off now. Hey guys! There you are, all four. Your droids briefly greet you, before each rolling out to one of the waiting X-Wing fighters. To one side, Vela is giving her father's droids one last check. Are you good to go, R3? Alright, the rest of you droids, onto the transport. They begin to head onto the close encounter, carrying Dr. Mora's meagre possessions. KOC briefly looks a little affronted to be surrounded by yet another group of droids so soon after getting rid of the astromechs, but stands aside and lets them board. Making first to follow them, Dr. Mora pauses at the bottom of the close encounter's ramp, taking one last long look around the Tempest's hangar bay before glancing up out of the open doors to the clear morning sky above. Thaler, it feels strange to finally be leaving this ship. Good, but strange. Thank you for this. Oh, Father. She hugs him and he pats her reassuringly on the shoulder. Fly safe, will you? If I were to lose you, I don't know what I'd do. I will. I'll see you when we get out of here. He gives her one last hug before finally stepping up onto the close encounter, the ramp sealing shut behind him. Vela takes a second to collect herself, wiping away a tear, before turning back to the three of you. Right. No time like the present. Shall we? Dulje's voice comes over your comlinks once again. That's everyone. Uh, we ought to launch as soon as possible. That uh, Star Destroyer's orbit will bring it over us very, very soon. They should they should head out and then we'll we'll catch <laughs> up to them and yeah. fly in formation once we've yeah. caught up. Get into the upper outer atmosphere. Upper area. atmosphere and then we'll get there and then we can all go out in a convoy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. You can hear the Close Encounters engines beginning to throttle back up and the ship gently lifts off of the deck plating, hovering in front of you, as Dolje prepares to launch it away from the Tempest. Okay, Dolje, you head to the upper atmosphere. We'll catch you up and we'll fly formation until we can get out of the system. That's going to put me right in the sights of that Star Destroyer. Don't worry, we'll be, we'll be there as soon as possible. Just steer clear of any weapons fire. We'll be there shortly. Yeah, that Dolje just don't get hit. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's the plan, Mr. Thnork. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys, grab an X-Wing and let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, okay. So your X-Wings are all idling, ready to go, and you need to climb up into them as the close encounter flies up out of the hangar bay behind you. Your astromech droids have begun the pre-flight checks on the fighters and are chirping away happily. Snork, it takes you a couple of seconds to adjust the seat, but you're able yeah. to get it to Do you need a hand, at least be comfortable. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I think I've got it. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Behind you, uh, your droid R5 uh, chuckles a little bit at your efforts to adjust the X-Wing seat. Don't make me kick your shiny metal ass. <laughs> <clears throat> um... Finally uh, getting comfy, you uh, you glance left and right at the others as R5 reports that all of your X-Wing systems seem to be operational. Vela gives you a thumbs up as she sees you looking over. All systems show green. Let's get out of here. Klein, in your chosen X-Wing, your astromech R4 finally also gives you the all clear. Is you comfortable in there, R4? Um, Alright, here goes nothing. So, uh, a little wobbly at first, as you each get the feel for your new fighters, the four of you lift up off of the deck, manoeuvring up and out of the Tempest, before finally kicking in your main engines, blasting for the open sky, leaving the decommissioning facility spiralling away, far below you. As you make rapid progress out of the atmosphere, you can see the close encounter ahead of you, and it isn't long before you've nearly caught up with it. However, also visible and growing larger in your view by the moment is the unmistakable arrowhead shape of an Imperial Star Destroyer. This must be the Dauntless. Mm. And Look at the size of that thing. It's not a small no. moon, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we blew one of those up. Oh yeah. I'm picking up new contacts. Dolje's warning rings true, and a moment later your astromech droids show you the sensor data to prove it. Dropping down from the Dauntless's launch bay and on an almost opposite trajectory to you are a menacing pair of TIE Interceptor fighters flanking a Lambda-class shuttle. Okay. What? <clears throat> so you're going to cross paths, basically, is okay. what I'm saying. Uh, assuming that the... Uh, in, I mean, the, the TIE fighters that are with them tend to be escorts for the shuttle. So yeah, the person going down there is of importance. Yes. They're not coming to attack us specifically. No, but you are going to cross paths. Sure. It's... Um, okay, guys, what do you want to do? Do we head these guys off, or do we just keep going? Yeah, we should probably, in case they start to fire on the uh, close encounter, we should probably, um, yeah, take them out. We can't let them stop us from leaving. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm willing to hang back and take try and take out some of these guys. Anyone the else? The close encounter is actually ahead, so you guys might want to catch up. And yeah, we should make sure, we sure that it's going? yeah. All right, we'll keep going. <clears throat> Okay, guys, lock S fours and attack positions. Got it. Got it. Okie dokie. So, uh, triggering your S four controls, the wings on each of your fighters shift to the open X configuration, which uh, gives the fighters their name. You do notice, as the motors work, that the whole process seems uh, a little bit noisier than you're used to with the fighters that the Rebellion has had up till now. Uh, Dr. Moore did a good job building these fighters, but they could probably do with a bit of maintenance uh, when you get them back to the fleet. So, the four of you pull up level with the close encounter in a shielding formation, Dalje throttling back a little to put you in between him and the approaching Imperials. Up ahead, just before they reach weapons range, the Imperial shuttle dips away, making a run down towards the surface of Thracis 7 as the two interceptors angle in on U4, setting up for attack runs. Let's roll some combat initiative. 18. Uh, 11 plus 5 is 16. 11 plus 4, 15. Okay, so I got a 19 for Vela's initiative and a 29 for the incoming TIE Interceptors. They are very, very fast. So, uh, setting themselves up immediately for high-speed head-to-head attacks, uh, one of the TIE Interceptors focuses in on your X-Wing, Klein, uh, firing his quad lasers at you. That is a 10 to hit on your X-Wing. The X-Wing reflex defense is 18, so that's a miss for the first one. Good. The second TIE Interceptor has lined themselves up on Vela, also firing on her. That's a 19, so she is hit. Uh, let's roll some damage. Okay, I rolled a total of 25. Uh, we double that up to 50, uh, then take into account Vela's shield rating of 15 and damage resistance of 10, brings it down to a total of 25 points of damage inflicted on her X-Wing, and her shield rating is reduced down to 10 from now on. She definitely felt that hit, but she's uh, she's still up and flying. Ah, oh, I took a hit, but I think I'm all right. 
Okay, so we're actually round to Vela's turn in the combat initiative order now. Uh, so, recovering quickly from the incoming attack, uh, saved by her shields, uh, Vela zeroes in on the approaching interceptor that had fired on her, uh, returning fire. That is a total of 21, so she scores a hit on the TIE Interceptor, so uh, let's roll some damage for that. Okay, uh, this time we've got a total of 36, uh, doubled up to 72. Uh, now the TIE Interceptor doesn't have any shields, so that number is only reduced by its damage resistance of 10, giving us our final total of 62. So she has scored a pretty major hit on this TIE, and it is limping along, trailing smoke but it is still flying. Yeah, it doesn't feel so good, does it? All right then, uh, Klein, it is your turn. Wonderful. Uh, I'm going to target the interceptor that Baylor just damaged. Uh-huh. Natural one. So yeah, that's not good. 100% miss, I'm afraid. Uh, your shot goes completely wide. Not only do you miss, you hit a school. <laughs> oh, I don't make the rules, man. It's <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Knock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you've got the two interceptors, you also do have the shuttle kind of in range. Ooh. Fuck this shuttle up. Yeah? Yeah. Alright. Oh no. <laughs> oh, that's, that's six. Six plus seven. Yeah, so thirteen. Those. Thirteen. I mean, now you have missed with the thirteen, but uh, only just. Um, compared to the tie interceptors, the Lambda class shuttle is fairly slow and lumbering. Uh, it's probably only the fact that the pilot seems really intent on getting away from the battle and down to the ground as quickly as possible that's uh, spared it from your shots. It's a warning. Okay, so Cortez. Uh, I'm going to aim for the... I think I'll probably aim for the uh, interceptor that isn't damaged. Okay. Yeah, you kind of going head-to-head -head on it as well? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Just a four, but that's still four. no good. Plus so. seven, yeah. Eleven's not quite good enough. The, the interceptors are fast-moving, and uh, he dodges away from your attack. This tunker junk. <laughs> we are back round to the interceptor, so that one is going head-to-head -head with you. I'm going to have okay. him... Yeah, he's firing back at you. That's fine. That's a 14, so he misses you, Cortez. Uh, the other one is staying locked in on Vela, so he's going to take another shot at her. That's a 9, so he completely misses her, struggling to keep his fighter lined up properly after the damage that she inflicted. So, uh, pressing her advantage, she's going to attempt to follow up on her previous shot to finish this tie off. That's another 9 though, so that is also a miss from her. Uh, the unintended side effect of this tie's now erratic path is that Vela found it hard to hit it with her second attack. Stay still, dammit! Alright, we are round to Klein again. Okay, I'm going to take a shot at the same interceptor. Yep. That is a 16, <laughs> plus 7. That's a hit, yeah. Boom. Sweet. Okay, roll 6d10 and double it. 7, 3, 1, 3, 8, 3. Okay, so that's a total of 25, which we double up to 50. Taking off the TIE's damage resistance of 10, you inflict 40 points of damage on this already damaged TIE Interceptor, and it explodes dramatically under the barrage of laser fire from you and Vela. Yes! Nice shooting! Okay, so we are on to Thnock then. Uh, are you sticking with the shuttle, or are you going to peel off and head back around uh, to make a run on the second TIE Interceptor? I'm yeah, gonna, I'm going for that shuttle. Going for that shuttle. shuttle. 17. So that'll hit. Yeah. Yeah. You might kill So me. roll uh, 6d10 damage. 17. And we got... Pretty good, 21 plus 17. 38 total. Uh, okay, so we double that up to 76. Uh, now, unlike the TIE Interceptors, the shuttle does have working shields. Ah. Uh, it's got a damage resistance of 10, but a shield rating of 25. So that brings your total damage inflicted down to 41. It's definitely still flying, but you've, uh, you've certainly gotten a solid hit in. Nice. Smoking trails coming off. Yeah, as it comes but it, it's still kind of limping away. It's not engaging with you guys. It's kind of it's, to it's starting to make evasive maneuvers to get away from you. It's trying to make ground for yeah, you. Yeah, walk away, walk away, bitch. <laughs> um, Cortez, what would you like to do? Oh, I'm still locked in on the interceptor. So. Yep, going uh, for another. Interceptor. But yeah, so ten plus seven. Ten plus seven. Seventeen. Seventeen. Seventeen just misses. Oh really? Yeah, interceptors I was, are pretty, um, I thought, okay. in 18 to hit them. Yeah. Oh, crap. Yeah, they're, 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 they're fast moving and they're agile and, um, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. it was close. That's fine, no, 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 that's, that's fine. 
So it's the uh, the tie interceptor's turn now. Then, uh, now the distance between the two of you has closed very rapidly as you've both been sort of zeroing in on each other at uh, top speed. So he's going to take one last uh, snapshot at you before passing you at uh, high speed. At say 17 total, so that's just one shy of the 18 I needed to hit you. So uh, taking that last minute shot didn't really pay off for him this time. Uh, he rockets on past you in the blink of an eye, uh, but already begins a uh, long loop that will bring him around for another attack run. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both going to have to bank hard and turn around. Bank hard and turn around, yeah. Um, Vela uh, starts to loop around herself, actually, uh, but uh, after the head-to-head -head run she was in against the other TIE Interceptor, she can't quite pull her X-Wing round enough in this one turn to be fully lined up on the second TIE, um, so she can't actually take any shots this turn. Uh, okay, so we're back around to you, Klein. Okay. He's kind of out of your field of fire at the moment, but you can loop around if you like. Does that take up my turn if I loop around? Uh, well, what else are you going to do? You can't fire at him at the moment. Um... How far am I from the shuttle? You could just about probably get that into your, you know, your your crosshairs. Okay, I'll try. But it might leave you open to the um, the intercept coming around and getting a, a rear shot on you. That's true. Say so if we all bank away from, because we're also kind of protecting the close encounter. Yeah, this is kind of a, this is kind of a chance. Kind yeah. Of are there any other the Are there any other fighters apart from this last interceptor? No, you would guess actually probably that they were not expecting four X-wings and a transport to be blasting their way <laughs> out from the same way. They were just escorting the shuttle in. Just, just the interceptor heading my way. It's not specifically heading your way, uh, but your two groups have sort of flown past each other at this point. Um, the uh, the TIE Interceptor has begun to loop around back towards all of you, and if you had all continued on your original course, then it would sort of come up behind you with clear shots on all of you in the close encounter. As it is, uh, Vela has uh, started to loop around as well to bring it into her field of fire, and uh, also Thnok has kind of broken off to attack the fleeing shuttle. So if, okay, if I try and take, if I take right, if I take a pot shot at the shuttle, then Fnock on his turn can manoeuvre around to go after the fighter, and then those two can try and take it out. And then after my pot shot, I'll manoeuvre back towards the encounter. You can do. Yeah. Okay. We'll do okay. Trade yeah. places. Okay. I aim at for the shuttle to try to take a pot shot at it. Okay. Ten plus seven. 10 plus 7 is, is a hit on the shuttle. Boom. Nice. Uh, 1, 2, 6, 6, 10, 1. Okay, 26. 26. Okay, so we double that up to 52. Uh, the shuttle still has 20 points of shield rating left and it has its 10 points of damage resistance, so your shot does a total of 22 points of damage to the fleeing shuttle. Nice. nice. So I've hit the shuttle and my arc will continue off to circle back to the encounter mm -hmm. later on. Yeah, the shuttle is now looking, it's, got, it's kind of, it's, it's looking, looking, sad up, for it's looking pretty bad up. It's, it's not looking like it's about to explode, but it's looking. A, it's taken a couple of bad hits that it wasn't expecting at this yeah. point. Yeah, it might crash rather than land. Yeah, they're going to have a fun time landing, I think. Yeah, great. Uh, okay, it's not. So are you okay. going to loop, sort of looping around then following his plan, or are you... Yeah, no, I'm going to go in your own way. Yeah, swing around and, uh, yeah, try and take out the interceptor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can just about... The way it kind of shakes out is you turn around to the left, the interceptor's turning around to the right. So as you turn, you're kind of like... Uh, it kind of crosses in front of you almost. kind of coming together as it yeah. kind of crosses my path. Not good. Oh, That's a three. Yeah, plus seven, so ten. So yeah, you you miss the yeah. fact that you had to maneuver first, kind of. Yeah, you're just like, oh, there it is. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> Can you even see over the uh, you know the controls out? The <laughs> 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 it's you. It's you sound like. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Cortez. Um, so that's the interceptor that they're shooting at. It's the one that passed me, right? Yeah. So you are. I'm still flying. Forward. You, you can't yeah. still find forward. Okay, the interceptor can kind of you you can't get a shot on it from your kind no. of shot there. The shuttle is that worth aiming towards? You're kind of past it as well. Past that point. as well. So I need to back You're way out of a limb here. I'm way out. <laughs> the um the star destroyer in front is still. It's there. not within weapons range. It's, it's quite. Not, it's kind of you and it's not shooting it. at us. You can see it, but it's no, it's not. It's, it's, it's at a distance. It's not like you haven't like oh shit, there's the star destroyer. It's kind of it's some Pull distance up. away. You can see it in orbit. Well, I wonder then if it's even worth me looping round for now. I know these two are chasing down one interceptor, really. 
Yeah, I mean, Valor and um, Fnock are both going to have be able to have shots on it this next turn. Yeah. You could barrel roll over to drop him behind the Go closer on counter. Barrel roll. Nah, you might have gotten better at it. This is true. Yeah. A loop de loop. Okay, make a piloting check for me. Watch me do this again. It's a six plus nine. I would have allowed you to roll a one again. Yeah. <laughs> a fifteen. Uh, yeah, with a fifteen, uh, you have no trouble rolling in behind the close encounter, which is sort of still steadily making its way up into space. Uh, you are a little open to shots from behind now, though, uh, but you are kind of shielding the close encounter somewhat. I can be bait. You're baiting the hook. Yeah. Speaking of bait, then, it is now the TIE Interceptor's turn. And uh, as we said, the bait of your X-Wing is just too tempting for it to pass up as it's uh, lining up for a long attack run on the close encounter. So it's going to fire its quad lasers at you then, Cortez. Uh, that is a hit on you with a total of 19. Let's roll some damage. So that's a total of 28. Uh, we double that up to 56. You still have all of your shields, uh, so we reduce that down to get a final total of 31 points of damage dealt to you, Cortez. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're now on a 89 total hit points left. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, fine. it's a. It'll get home. <laughs> It'll do. It'll do. <laughs> it's the equivalent of that shot in the army took earlier. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It grazed me. Yeah. Uh, Alright, uh, so that is the Interceptor's turn, but it is now locked in on a final attack run against the Close Encounter, which, despite your escort, is still a fairly large and easy target for it. Uh, Vela sees this and has a sudden vision of her father coming so close to escape from Thracer 7, only to be shot down at the last moment. Oh no you don't! She locks onto the attacking TIE Interceptor and fires on it. I rolled a natural 20. Uh, I think that might be the first one of the game. <laughs> uh, with a natural 20, we're doubling all the numbers rolled on the dice. Uh, so let's see how much damage she does. That's, I rolled a total of uh, 26. Uh, so we double that for the critical hit, giving us 52. Uh, that gets doubled again, as we do for these type of weapons, uh, bringing us up to 104. Uh, taking into account the interceptor's damage resistance, that gives us a total damage dealt of 94. So, Thnock and Klein, as you're still manoeuvring round to point at the TIE Interceptor, you see Vela's X-Wing fire, all four laser beams solidly connecting with her target's ball cockpit, and with a flash of light and expanding gas, the TIE Interceptor explodes, leaving nothing but debris. Targets are clear. Let's get the hell out of this system. Cool. Okay, Dolje, we're all here. Let's cool. hit the hyperdrive. <laughs> Wait, you sure we don't want to chase after that shuttle? No, 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 leave it. They're going to have a hard enough time landing as it is. Let's just get the hell out of here. I don't know, guys. I think there might, might be something worth finding on that shuttle. Maybe we should go check it out. Just, just, let's go. Okay. I'll blow something up when we get home. Gold Jade, punch it. Okay. So can I get one piloting check from each of you just to make sure you make the jump to hyperspace? <laughs> one of us stays behind. <laughs> Well, you've all got enough of a... It's not a particularly hard check. Four. 16 plus 9. No. 16, 16 plus 9, so you're fine. 16 Four plus, plus 9. Oh, no, it's 6 plus 10, so 16. 16. 4 plus 9. So, yeah, yeah, no, I only needed a 10 from each of you, oh, so okay. that's fine. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay, so, in a loose formation, the close encounter, along with your four X-Wings, safely make the jump to hyperspace, even as the first long-range turbolaser shots from the approaching Star Destroyer Dauntless reach out for you, and the battered shuttle limps its way down towards the planet. You've all made it, and you've successfully rescued Vela and her father, along with the X-Wing plans and the four X-Wings, and you've left the Thracis system behind you for the last time. Admiral Akbar, sir, you wanted to see me. Ah, yes. Commander Braylon, please take a seat. Thank you, sir. I've just finished going over your report on the mission to Thracis. Your people did a good job. Thank you, sir. I'll pass on your compliments. I'd appreciate that. I take it Dr. Mora is getting settled in. Yes, sir. He's taking some much needed R&R. 
We'll be sending him out to supervise upgrades to the X-Wings once he's back in top shape. Good, good. I just wanted to let you know personally that I've decided to grant his daughter's request to join your squadron. Thank you, sir. I'm sure she'll be happy about that. Oh, just one more thing, Commander. Your other request. It's a little unorthodox, but in light of your people's achievements, I can't see any reason to turn you down. From now on, as you requested, Green Squadron will be known as Tempest Squadron. May the Force be with you. Tempest Squadron starred Mark Ayres as Klein O'Tran, Ollie Munster as Thnock Wurstrom, Mark Button as Cortez, Teresa Smith as Vela and Princess Leia, Matt Jessup as Dr. Ruvan Mora, Commander Cupolo, Major Tark, and the racist restaurant owner, Rowena Thompson as GV16 KLC, Mike Bigby as Glitchy, John Meppham as Sparky, Amy at AM underscore Krista as Vala and Rebel Commando 1, Eden Penketh as the Night Porter, Imperial Technician 2, and Yavin Base Announcer. Jason Coles as Stormtrooper 1, Stormtrooper 2, Thracis Flight Control, and Imperial Technician 1. Matthew Etchells as Alston Kern, Imperial Newscaster. Nikolai Popsky as U-Wing Pilot. Matt Everett as Rebel Commando 2. Mark of Champions Podcast as Imperial Customs Agent. And Thane of Moisture Farmers Podcast as Kane. Tempest Squadron was written and edited by myself, Adam Johnston. I also voiced the parts of Dolce, Vard, Sailor Anro, Commander Braylon, General Dodonna, Admiral Akbar, Dennis the Old Street Vendor, the Drunk Guy in the Bar, Defiance Flight Control, and the guy that Thnock accidentally hit on. So yeah, that's the end of this story uh, for now. Once again, I want to extend a huge thanks to everyone who's been involved in this, whose names you've just heard, and a huge thanks to all of you who've tuned in for it. Uh, It's really been a bit of a labour of love to get this out there. The amount of uh, time and effort that everyone involved has put in has been really astonishing. Uh, Hopefully you've all enjoyed coming along for the ride with us in a galaxy far, far away. It'd be safe to say that we'll probably be seeing these characters again at some point for another chapter in their adventures, so stay tuned for that. Our next episode, our Q&A and discussion about the whole Tempest Squadron storyline will be available as usual in two weeks' time on Thursday the 16th of August. Uh, We really hope you'll join us for it. If you have a question that you want answered on that episode, be sure to send them in before midday UK time on Saturday the 4th of August. In the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at PretendWithDice. You can also email us at pretendingwithdice at outlook.com. If you're an iTunes user, it'd be really awesome if you could leave us a rating and review. It all helps us to find new listeners like yourselves, and we'd love to hear what you all think of the podcast. So, for now, that's our show. I hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time, and may the Force be with you.